we found quite a catch. Crew says it's a mermaid. Hauled it aboard. She looks wounded, but appears to be dead. A lot bigger than expected. We'll show the head off at home. Might be the literal scoop of a lifetime. A hundred voices. All call out and... Can't believe there's so many calling out. I tried to mock... And they told me it was all over. Arrest. Headed to start a kill. The headaches. The headaches don't stop. It's a very cold, wet, windy night as the uh, SS Honorary uh, begins to arrive at its destination. Not necessarily a port or a, a country, but another ship. Uh, the SS Honorary was uh, owned by, or it is owned by the Fielding Transport Company, which is based out of Houston. They have another ship on their uh, roster called the Olympus. And uh, the Olympus, the last uh, last recorded message was that they were dead in the water, and they're somewhere off the coast of Cuba. So over the course of uh, about 24 to 36 hours, uh, the distress call came out, and you've all jumped on the SS Honorary to race out to uh, towards the Olympus to try and find out what's happening. Uh, so we find our investigators uh, just outside the uh, captain's day room. They've been summoned for a meeting with the captain for a briefing as to what's going on. Howdy, my name is Abraham Chase. I am from a long history of seafaring folks. Uh, my my family hails from Scotland, but my, my, my daddy, he moved down to moved down to Texas and started a family down here. I am, you know, continuing my family's seafaring tradition. I am a member of the U.S. Coast Guard, and I, uh, I am excited to, you know, help, help people out on the water uh, with any and all problems that they may have. And I have heard the call for a trouble, a boat in trouble off the coast, and I've jumped at the chance to prove my worth and to and to go and go and do some helping. I, uh, I I'm I'm wanting to, you know, claim a bit of this glory for myself. You know, I want to really make a name for myself out there and become, you know, revered in my in my uh, in my job. And uh, that's a uh, yeah, that's about all you need to know for now, I'd say. It's very, very noble, Abraham. Uh, so, Abraham, you arrive uh, to the, I guess, the front door of the captain's day room just as our other investigator arrives. Hello there, uh, Hugh Gibson. Uh, I'm the, I'm 53, uh, the, the cargo master on board. I've been working on cargo boats all my life, and, uh, you know, it just started out as a deckhand, that sort of thing, but... Worked my way up to become sort of cargo master. Um, I'm in charge of the holds. Uh, I, I manage what goes in and out of the boat. Take care. Uh, I take care of the, you know, the the inventory, the manifest, that sort of thing. Um, the the pay's not great, but that's fine because I I found a way to use those skills to uh, to my advantage. Uh, the captain, he's a good man, uh, but he'd be very disappointed to find out that I. I actually use my job as a cover, do some smuggling. I, I'm not a bad man, but you know it pays more than the actual job itself. So um, we we do a lot of trips to the, to the islands, you know, Bahamas, Cuba, uh, that sort of thing. So if 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 anyone has a request, they need guns, uh, drugs, uh, 
people sometimes, I, I can make it happen. Because the captain trusts me. And I, I'm fond of the captain, so I'm hoping he doesn't find out because, yeah, he'd be very disappointed. Um, it's just, I, I do it mainly to look after my family back home. I have a daughter. And, uh, well, she's old now, but I still look after the family, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm a bit nervous about the fact that there's a Coast Guard on board. Remember the Coast Guard on board? I hope. See, what? We were just, when we got this call to go out and rescue this, or go and see if we could rescue this stricken vessel, I hadn't quite offloaded my uh, my uh, smuggled goods. Oh, I was waiting for the, uh, the guy to come pick them up. So uh, I'm hoping no one takes a look in the cargo hold. So we'll be fine. Uh, I'm a I'm a sea I'm a sea sea weathered man, uh, 53, and you know, sunburnt skin, very wrinkled, a bit ugly. That's fine. Alright, so uh, I guess you both have a, I guess, an awkward interaction in the, at, near the front door of the day room. <laughs> oh. Out of their partner. <laughs> oh, hello sir, I, ha I haven't met you yet, I've been uh, down in the cargo, oh, uh, Hugh Gibson, I'm the uh, cargo master. Yeah, my name's Abraham Chase, I'll be your superior officer throughout the course of this mission, and I hope that you will serve with dignity and I will serve you with dignity and respect. Uh, I hope we can get along. Uh, all due respect, uh, Mr. Chase. Uh, I, I answered the captain, uh, so... Ah, uh, you know. I'm sure you're providing some sort of consultancy role here, but... Uh, me and the captain, we, we work hand in glove, you know? Yeah, H have you ever done a rescue mission before, sir? Oh, nah, but I've read all about him. And uh, I'm sure that I can. I'm sure that it will be as easy as easy as anything, easy as you like. Right. With me, you and me, we're gonna we're gonna crack this crack this case. We're gonna solve this mission. We're gonna rescue these people. Lickety split, I tell you. All right. Uh, do you know much about this mission yet? I just know that our good friends on the Olympus are in trouble, and we need to go rescue them. And I intend to do that. So as you as as you're talking as you're talking, you hear a uh, a knock. Uh, at the door, I guess the door of the day room opens up, and like a, a small Italian-looking man with a mustache opens and is like, "Ah, oh, good things. Come in, come in." Uh, and he sort of shakes your hand. He's like, "Ah, oh, Mr. Gibson, thank you for uh, coming up. It's a very, you know, it's a very uh, busy job you're doing down uh, down at you know, looking after our cargo, but." I appreciate you coming and helping me with this very difficult matter. And uh, Mr. Chase, hello! Welcome, welcome to the honorary. I hope your stay is wonderful and I hope this, you are being looked after while you're on the ship. Ah, uh, thank you very much. Has everything been to your, up to your standard, sir? Oh, it has been ex, ex, oh no, I've forgotten the word. It's been really good. <laughs> thank you, sir. Ah, uh, excellent, excellent. Please, please sit down, and um, and uh, the captain gestures you over to um, these two chairs. They're like wooden chairs. They look very uncomfortable. Um, and as you sit down, he sits Is down. Is the rest of the crew here as well? No, it's just you two. Uh, and, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, and he is sitting in um, you know, a very luxurious leather couch behind a desk with some papers. Um, you can. <laughs> hear the winds howling um you can see the uh the olympus sort of through a window sort of off in the distance uh there's rain lashing at the windows uh as you look around uh the the captain's office uh you notice that uh he's got you know a whole lot of knickknacks sitting around um there's like uh baseball gloves uh like a baseball trophy there's um some great war like awards and memorabilia um a few pictures of crew members and whatnot just sort of sitting around the office um and he introduced himself so uh so uh mr mr chase uh, uh, i'm sure uh hugh already knows who i am but I, my name is jonathan bishop uh and i am the captain of the ship i am i am the captain uh, so we are approximately uh, 300 nautical miles off uh the cuban coastline uh and, uh, and as you can see, the weather outside is not doing too great. And as he says, it's like a massive clap of thunder, sound, light flashes. Uh, so 
<laughs> so I'm going to be quick. So I, your captain, uh, received word about four days ago from the Olympus. Uh, it was traveling back from Havana uh, to Houston with supplies of coffee beans. Uh, and we received some radio communications. Um, they were very um, puzzling, if I do say so myself. I'll, here, I will let you read them. And as, as he says, as the captain sort of uh, hands over a piece of paper. Uh, so this is uh, a radio communication from the Olympus. And I'll let you read it. Uh, captain, I should let you know that um, we, uh, I wasn't able to offload all the cargo from the, from the last oh! trip before we left. Uh, that is okay. That is okay. Uh, uh, what's 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 going on? So if you find some crates down there, um, that that's why. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's understandable. We were in a bit of a rush, but uh, please, please read the, have a look at this uh, transmission and let me know what you think. Well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know why I'm here to be honest. I, <laughs> am I looking after the? You're here, assist in the, you're here to assist in the rescue of some oh, lost okay. souls. Uh, Come on, all get right, with it. Get with it. All right, Hugh. all right, Mr. All right, Mr. Coast Guard. What, what does it say? Uh, have found quite a catch. Croup says it's a mermaid. Mermaid <laughs> hauled it aboard. She looked wounded, but appeared to be dead. The Fumble Anthology presents Passenger Olympus. A Call of Cthulhu scenario written by Mitchell Bonimer. Starring Liam Braid as cargo master Hugh Gibson. Be aware that this situation is very odd that you put us in. Finn Ward as Coast Guard officer Abraham Chase. I'm I'm ready to do anything. I'm I'm, I'm a brave man, but I don't want to I don't want to jump in foolishly and Alex Green as the Keeper of Arcane Lore, and everyone else. Part 1. Mayday. The rest fed into started killing the head. The headaches don't stop. Oh, well now. This makes things a little bit interesting. Uh, uh, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, so tell me, what do what do you think of this? What are your initial thoughts, please? My <laughs> my initial thoughts, my general assessment, Captain, is that this is going to be a uh, bit of a trickier situation than we initially planned for. Uh, what do you think, you? What do you make of this? Is this the last time we heard from the Olympus, sir? Uh, yes, this is the last time we have not received any more transmissions uh, since we've uh, since we've left. Well, we've we've pulled we've pulled along. We're coming up alongside what is the Olympus, I believe, sir. Have you tried contacting them over our radio? I I've yet to receive anything from the radio signaler. You can go ask them if later once we're done here, if you like. Uh, but but anyway, look. I agree this is a very, very strange message, uh, but nevertheless, as your captain, I would like you to climb aboard the Olympus and investigate why they cannot communicate with us and why the ship is dead in the water. Uh, the radio operator, he hasn't heard from the Olympus in days, and look, to speak to you truthfully, uh, captain to, um, not captains, uh, the captain of the Olympus is a very good dear friend of mine. Uh, his name is Wayne Brennan, he's a great captain, amazing captain. Uh, we fought in the Great War together, and he gestures over to his Great War medals. Uh, he and I, uh, he, he, we, were, we fought together at Amiens, uh, he, he saved my life. Uh, so as your captain, uh, I believe he may be of assistance to help you investigate what has happened, and I, I would like you to go and first off make sure that he's okay, because I just want to make sure that he's fine. Um, so, uh, in the, uh, I expect you to be heading out shortly, uh, the weather is expected to get worse, so it's probably a good idea to, uh, to get moving as quickly as possible. Um, if you need anything from the ship, uh, please feel free to do so. Obviously, keep a record of what you take so we can you know, keep stock whatever, but if anything you need, just, just, just grab it from the storage room, it is fine. Um, we will do our best to assist you from here, uh, but uh, yeah, any questions before we, before we start this operation? Uh, yeah, R respectfully, Captain. This ship is quite large, and you're sending two men to go in and, and get it? Of course I will do it. I am I am excited to prove myself, but I'm just I'm just thinking that this could be a, a 
problem, potentially, with only two people and mysterious forces at work. Well, uh, as you are probably aware, uh, we only have one robot that can get to the ship. We are obviously a much smaller ship than the Olympus. We only have one robot on board, and the robots can only fit about four people, right? Uh, so, look, if you can try and get some other people to help you, but uh, honestly, you are the expert here, so I believe that you should be able to handle it. It's it's probably just engine problems. Yeah, yeah, M- Mr. Gibson. Mr. Gibson, it has nothing to do with the fact that... Uh, there are only two people rolling dice in their in their computer rooms in uh, Australia at the moment. That is, that, that, it has nothing this to is, do with that. That okay. is a weird. Okay. That's a weird comment, Mr. Gibson. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Uh, any questions? Oh yeah, I'm Mr. Gibson. Mr. Chase. Yeah. It's, there are only two of us going because that's what. Yeah. All right. I, that, you know what? I. I. Fair enough. I spoke out of turn. I apologize, Captain. And to you, Mr. Gibson. Uh, is there, uh, other than the captain, is there anything, well, are we just going to see what has happened to the crew? Is yeah, that... I would just like, uh, just like, in it, your invest, I'd like you to investigate the issue and let us know uh, what has happened. And uh, if there's any, obviously we can get the crew off board. That would be great. Uh, so we can get them home. But obviously we want to know what has happened and whether we need to fix things, you know? We just, we just don't know what's going on. It's, we're just no radio. We don't know what's happening. So, are, are there any other vessels on the way to come and uh, potentially help the rescue not operation? As, not as far as I'm aware, no. Yeah, we are, it's just us. Uh, we only have, you know, we only have two ships. We have the big one and the little one, and the big one's in trouble. We've got the little one. It's just how it is. Uh, is there any way we can contact your Coast Guard buddies to send some extra hands, Mr. Chase? Yeah, uh, maybe we should go talk to the radio people. Uh on the ship and see if we can't radio out a little, little bit of our last known position or or what have you and let them know the, to expect word from us soon I would I'm I'm ready to do anything I'm I'm a, I'm a brave man but I don't want to I don't want to jump in foolishly all right I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna go down to my, my my quarters down near the cargo and uh, get a few things for uh, Yes. Uh, before you leave, uh, Mr. Gibson, can we have a word in private? Uh, Mr. Chase, uh, again, we appreciate your help with this. Uh, uh, if there's anything you need, we'll get the boat ready. Um, expect to be back here in about an hour, and we'll get you up onto the boat. Uh, please, we just want to make sure that everyone is okay. Obviously, uh, when it comes to these rescue operations, every second matters. It's very crucial that we get on there as quick as possible. Uh, so thank you for your help, Mr. Chase. I'll leave you to it. Uh, uh, Mr. Gibson, a word, please. Very well, sir. Very well. Right. Yeah, maybe go alert your Coast Guard buddies. I'll meet you on the boat. I'll meet you on the boat deck, all right? Yeah, I'll go talk to the radio tech. All right, so Abraham Chase is going to go up to talk to the radio tech. Uh, Gibson's going to stay behind, and the captain's just going to, like, get up and sort of sit next to Gibson. Uh, oh, this kid is pretty uncomfortable. Uh, and he says, uh, now, Mr. Mr. Gibson, uh, before you say anything, I just wanted you to know that I am very, very much aware of what you have in your cargo hold. Uh, I don't approve of it, but obviously, you know, uh, we have to make money somehow. Obviously, we only have two ships. This is not a very good transport company, uh, and we need to make it better. So I appreciate your enterprising. Uh, However, obviously, um, with the Coast Guard here, uh, I do not expect any loose lips. Do we understand? I'm the one that's doing the smuggling. Why would, why would I want to divulge Very good. Very good. Now, now Mr. Mr. Gibson, I expect your full cooperation with this matter. Uh, as I said to you before, I am very attached to Mr. Brennan, the captain of the Olympus. Uh, so I expect your full cooperation in this matter. And anything out of line um, will be met with uh, appropriate reaction. Do you understand, Mr. Gibson? I, I understand, sir. Uh, all due respect, uh, you don't know what's in that cargo hold, sir. Mm. Very good, Mr. Gibson. I will take that as a yes. Thank you. Mi- uh, Captain, sir. But be aware that this situation is very odd that you put us in. Mm. Very odd. If anything goes south, I don't care about Mr. Brennan. Well, uh... I don't very much care for the thing that's going on in your cargo, if that's the way you feel. 
I expect your full cooperation, Mr. Gibson, and that is all. Thank you. Yes. You are dismissed. Thank you. You are dismissed. I am the captain. I am the captain. This is the captain speaking. Goodbye. Uh, and he ushers you out of the room. Uh, Mr. Okay, so uh, Abraham Chase, you're going to the radio. Can see the radio operator? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, now. Hey there, Mr. Radio Man. Oh, hello there. Hello there, Mr. Chase. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Sonny, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Now, I've got, I've got word to send out to my buddies back at home base at the Coast Guard. I need to, I need to get them, uh, I need to let them know where we are, basically, and let them know that the situation has taken a turn for the mysterious, and that, uh, a backup may be required. Now, I have a plan. I have, I have a plan. We, we may get into some grief down down there in the in the uh, in the Olympus, and uh, I would like for you to first now tell them that uh, there is we are we are stepping into the heart of darkness, if you will, the dangerous area, and uh, to be ready to send out reinforcements uh, at your signal, if you would be so kind. And then what I will do, yeah, you can do this for me. Yeah, sure, I can do that for you. Yeah, fantastic. I would. I'm gonna take with me onto this onto this ship a flare gun. When you see that, when you see that bat, I'm gonna take two colored flare guns. All right, I'm gonna take a red one and I'm gonna take a, a blue one. Oh, oh, uh, uh, you can't take them flare guns. I'm sorry. Uh, they're they they are for us. They're they're our flare guns. We need them. You can't take the flare guns. Listen here, boy. The damn, the damn captain. He said we could take what we want from this ship, and I intend to do so. Hey, look, I can go check with the captain, but I don't think he said anything about flare guns. He said stuff from the storage room, but that's a flare gun. We need that. I'm gonna intimidate him and see if I can. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. Him, go for it. Get him to try and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look at my look at my badge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, that is a success. All right. Uh, oh, okay, look, okay, okay. You don't need to get aggressive <laughs> with me now. Oh, you, you, can, you can take the flare gun. Just, I just, I'm just, I, I don't, I don't want to get the captain mad at me. You know, he's a weird guy. <laughs> oh, actually, I read it wrong. It was an extreme success, but even better. That's all all right. good. Uh, you, you did same, it extremely same. well. Same result. Yeah. Same result. <laughs> all right, you, uh, have a, you now have a flare gun. Thank you, Mr. Radio. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I was gonna take two actually. Oh yeah, you now have two. <laughs> oh, extreme success. You can have two play guns. Yeah. All right. Done. Yeah, I want. I want two different colored ones. I was yeah. like, all right, now you boy, you watch. You you watch close and you watch the Olympus. You you don't take your eyes off it. You hear me? If you see, you see that red flare go up. You you call the Coast Guard and you tell them to send their fastest boats out to us to our position as soon as they humanly can and. uh and come armed. And if you see that blue gun, then you know what? I probably don't need the blue gun here. Have this back. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. It's very, very kind of you, Mister Chase. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I give, I giveth and I take. I'll tell you what. Now, um, all right. You've got that. You got your orders there, Sonny. You, you take them well, and uh, you, you do right by me, and I'll do right by you. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, the radio operator starts um, punching in some numbers and he starts talking. Do you want to listen in to what he's saying? or It's basically just him contacting the Coast Guard and saying, yeah, we're... I trust. Yeah, we're going to... He seems like yeah. a trustworthy sort. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We might need some help here. We'll... Yeah, and they... And you sort of hear back that they'll be... They could... The earliest they can make it is in about 36 hours because that's about as fast as we go. All right. Well, better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> Anything else you want to do with the radio operator while you're there? Hey, I was gonna—I was actually gonna ask you as well, my my friend. Were you gonna? Uh, have you gotten any word from any new word from the uh, from the the Olympus? Uh, from the Olympus? Or well, yeah, that's it's really interesting, actually. Um, I've I've been uh, trying to contact them this entire time. Uh, I just keep getting static. Uh, but the thing is, mm. it's. It's really interesting sounding static. Like it's not what I'm used to. You know, it's usually like a, but it's actually yeah, like a, yeah, but it's actually like a. It's really I can't interpret it. It's a very, very weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, interesting. Yeah, you can listen to it if you like. Yeah, let me have a listen. All right, so you have a listen to it, and it's like a. 
Yeah, it's like a... Is it like a Morse code sort of thing? It's or? it's not a Morse code. It's definitely not something that you've heard before. I mean, you work for the Coast Guard, so you're used to like working with radios and stuff. I mean, you haven't been working there for long, but you're working there long enough to know what a radio sounds like. And it doesn't quite sound like a radio, like a radio static. It sounds, yeah, as I said, as, as the radio operator said, it sounded very weird. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like what, like more like waves or something? Yeah, like, watery like kind waves, of sound? yeah, I would say so. Like mm. waves, but not quite waves. Yeah, it's weird. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And you get, yeah, and you obviously tried to hail them as well. Uh, yeah, we, we can't we can't reach them. That's uh, why you're here. <laughs> we need someone to go over there and check it out. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm the man for your job, I tell you. Well, I yeah. appreciate your help, Mr. Chase. Uh, now, if you excuse uh, me, I'm going to go back to work. But, uh, yeah, you look after them flare guns, please. Uh, try, not to, oh. try not to use them unless you have to. I don't want to lose my job, you know? Yeah, don't you worry. Uh, don't you worry, brother. I'll... I'll I'll see you, Brian. Now I must I must go and re, uh, reconvene with my with my mission. All right, mate. So okay, so I'm assuming uh, while you're doing that, Hugh Gibson's just finished his conversation with the captain. Um, anything you guys want to do on the ship? Anything you want to get? I'm gonna go back down to my uh, quarters and uh, fetch my gun that the captain definitely doesn't know that I have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I've, so I've I'm gonna get that. Got mine on me. So. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get that. Um, and I'm also a little bit nervous about the fact that the captain does somehow know about my smuggling uh, business, mm -hmm. and that there's a coast guard on board. I'm a little bit worried that the <laughs> captain might, you know, throw me under the bus at some point. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. I'm going to go down to the cargo hold. Mm -hmm. uh, there's only two crates there that shouldn't. I'm walking around. I'm looking. I'm looking for you. I'm walking around. Where's this I don't, guy? <laughs> I don't know if I'll do anything about it just yet. I don't know if I could get away with anything just yet. So I think I'll just come back up on deck. I brought my my you know my coat and my my my, my gun, but I'm I'm keeping it you know concealed for the moment. Um, what else might we need to take over with us? Uh, does, does the ship look like the the electricity is running? Uh, on the Olympus? Yeah. Uh, you don't know. Yeah, but the, so there's no lights through any of the windows or on the decks or... Uh, no lights. No or, lights. Or navigation lights on the mast? Uh, no navigation lights on the mast. No. So there's no lights. All right. Well, we should probably bring some, uh, uh, lamps, Mr. Chase. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. You, I knew there was a reason they chose you for this mission. All right, so you got a lamp. You each have a lamp. Yep. Uh, have you ever been this far out into the ocean, Mr. Chase? I, yeah, I know you're a coast guard, so <laughs> coming out this far, is that normal for you? Now, I will say this is stretching the limits of what might be considered you, the coast. You, you, look a bit but... green, you look a bit green there, son. Uh, hey now, I am your commanding officer on this mission, and you will not be so disrespectful. Can I, can I, can I suggest the captain of Arcane Lore make Mr. Chase do a constitution check? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, little, I'm a little queasy. Uh, you feel you feeling queasy, Abraham? Maybe, yeah. It's been, I have never been out into the deep ocean like this yeah, before. You said you said there's a storm brewing. Give, yeah, there's, if the yeah. storm is definitely brewing. Yeah, look, we're we're far out to sea, and there's there's the waves are what the rough. Uh, yeah, give me a constitution roll, uh, Mr. Right, Chase. Right. <laughs> to determine if you are. Ooh, just 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 saved it. Yeah. All right. So he's feeling a little a little queasy, but he's. I'm looking a little. Yeah, I'm looking a little pale. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, don't you worry about me now, Mr. Gibson. Uh, Nothing to be the ginger can't fix. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm strong as you like. I can, I can take anything. So. All right. Uh, have, have, have the boys lowered the, lowered the little rowboat into the water. Uh, yes, they've, they've, they've just lowered it into the water. Uh, so as you go out onto the deck of the, the honorary. Uh, you can see the Olympus uh, sort of sitting, bobbing up and down off the boat. Obviously, it's because of the storm. It, the honorary doesn't want to get too close because the Olympus is sort of moving un unpredictably uh, due to the weather, so they're sort of hanging back a bit. Uh, but they've just lowered the life, the life rope, uh, life raft. Uh, there's a few people on the um, on the front, uh, the front of the ship uh, with a 
for the spotlight and they're trying to lining it up lining up the Olympus as best they can uh, and yeah it's really cold it's really it's raining sideways basically um, the waves look rough but not too rough like you could probably get over there with a the lifeboat um, yeah so and there's you as you're walking out there's a few hushes hush people and they're sort of like you hear people talking like oh, you heard there's a thing something about a mermaid oh man that, and and then as a look at the ship which is pretty dark they're like oh God. how many of these people look like they're not actively doing anything um a lot of them are they're just they're just sort of like more all right i'm gonna walk up to yeah. a couple and go sure. hey look I'm sure you all want to know what's happened over there, but it's a large ship. We could do with some help. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, and he sort of says like, "Oh no, man, there's no way I'm no way I'm going over there. Uh, it's it's giving me the creeps, man. You, I don't want I don't want anything to do with that ship, man." That's and I get right up in his face and he says, "Look, son, I've been on the ship far longer than you have, and I'm more in with the captain than you are. <laughs> you you're gonna come and help us, okay?" And that's. The I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a hard success on this intimidate roll because he is genuinely scared of the ship. Right, you're, you're allowed to bring some NPCs with us. <laughs> <laughs> we need some fodder. <laughs> we need some fodder. Sure. <laughs> There's only two of us playing. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's my intimidate? My intimidate. Oh, it's, not, it's gonna be hard. It's only Forty. Ah. Uh, would you say you want a hard success? Yeah, I want a hard success. He doesn't care, but he doesn't. He doesn't know who you are. Alright, fine, there are only two of us playing this game, so... <laughs> I will go back to the captain, actually, you're gonna... Hey, hang on, Mr. Chase, I'll be back. Stomp back up to the other guy. Um, captain, uh, you find, on. Yeah, the door's yeah. locked. Um, who, captain. Who is it? Uh, it, it? It's you, come on. Wait, you're not on the boat? We're, we're about to leave. I, do you have a map of this ship? Uh, no, I do not have a map of the ship, sorry. Uh, but you'll find what I'm sure it's to be on the ship if you find it, yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks for nothing, sir. Um, Good luck! <laughs> don't fuck up! And. Um, <laughs> Alright, how, how big is the Olympus? Are we looking in, like, ocean liner? It's it's a cargo ship, but it's like a 1920s cargo ship. So it's only a, it's only got about four levels. Um, and, it's like, two, two of the levels of the whole. How, how, how long is it? You know? Uh, how long is it? Oh jeez, now you're asking. Now you're asking some difficult questions. Um, it's about, <laughs> I'd say, like 50 meters long, like a decent-sized vessel. It's a big vessel for like the 1920s, but it's definitely not like it's no, no giant cruise ship or anything. All right, all right, let's get this shit over. Then. Um, uh, jump down, uh, jump down in the rowboat. Come on, Mr. Gibson, cheer up. We're going to save the day. Who's rowing the boat? Have you ever rowed a boat? Now. I'm more of an electric, an electrical steam. Wait, no, I guess electric's probably not a big thing. I'm more of a steam engine man myself. I've rode, I've rode boats on the lake. This is, uh, I will admit, I will admit to you, Gibson, in confidence that this is a little bit above what I'm used to. If you, if, if you had to rate your boating skills from <laughs> one to one hundred, <laughs> my boating skill is at a, a solid fifty-one. I would say. Oh well, that's better than me somehow. So okay. I'm, He's had a lot of practice. He's had a lot of practice. I've been, I've been on that rowing machine for a while. <laughs> he's lived a life on the water. Surely he's. Uh, That's true. I've yeah. Nautical, nautical no, I've, I've, I've spent my, well, not my 53 years. I wasn't here on it as a baby, but I've spent most of my time in the cargo hold. So I don't really do much of the boating. I will, I will row the boat. <laughs> you climb down the side of the ship. Uh, you get on the work boat. It's you know it's a simple simple boat. It's pretty sturdy. It's specifically designed for rough waters. Uh, it's got plenty of handholds, and you're gonna need them because this the, the water's getting a bit choppy at the moment. So there's uh, compartments in the front of the back if you wanted to take any more stuff. But I think you've sort of made up your mind. You're on the boat. Well, what stuff is there to take? Well, there's a bunch of stuff in the storage, like medicine, food, stuff in the storage compartment mm -hmm. from the boat that you could have <laughs> taken, but you haven't. So that's fine. Well, you know. It's your first. Yeah, we it's his first rescue yeah, mission. He doesn't know any better. Yeah, so uh, I thought this was going to be in and out, you know. <laughs> all right, hang, hang on, hang on a second. I should grab a first aid kit. We don't know if people all are right. hurt. You know uh, what? <laughs> that makes sense. 
Yeah, you so do yeah, think I'll of everything, Mr. Gibson. I'll grab a first aid kit. So Gibson, Gibson pops <laughs> out. He's like, wait a second. He pops out, grabs the first aid kit from the storage <laughs> cabin, and then... <laughs> we really don't want to go to the... <laughs> just like, oh. And the captain comes back and says, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the captain speaking. Uh, are they left yet? Can they please leave? We are... We Yo, know, it's getting pretty bad out there. We need them to get on the ship and save them. Please, please. Why hasn't he send us more help? Oh, because no one else wants to go. So you two, are, you two have been ordered. Off you go. Um, or not, you've been ordered, Gibson. Chase is fucking keen as mustard to go. Yeah. You're, okay, so you're in the boat. You're heading towards the Olympus. Uh, as you're rowing over, um, and Gibson's rowing, uh, the salt smell of the sea is really strong. You can permeate your nostrils. Uh, cold waves are hitting and splashing all over the boat. There's cold rain pouring down. Uh, you hear thunder, you hear lightning. Uh, the waves and the wind are tugging, tugging the boat back and forth. Ooh, hold on, hold on there. Hold, hold on there, uh, Mr. Chase. Uh, seas are rough. How are your skills going? Uh, I don't know. Perhaps I should roll some dice. Roll, roll constitution again. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, are you gonna throw up? I saved it. Alright, so again, a little queasy, but he's like, yeah, this is fine. Don't do this before. Hey, you doubted me. You keep doubting me, Mr. Gibson, and we're gonna have a very hard time on this mission. Alright, uh, so as, you, as you're at three quarters of the way there, and a massive crack of lightning digs uh, out at the top of the Olympus. For a second, it's eliminated, and sparks fly up. Uh, and then debris starts raining down. The lightning has actually struck Jesus the ship. Um, oh now, uh, Hugh Gibson is rowing the boat. I need a uh, I need a pilot boat roll, please. I'm rowing uh, the boat. No, yeah. Abraham's rowing the boat. Oh, Abraham's rowing the boat. Oh, sorry, Abraham's rowing the boat. Yeah, yeah. I need a pilot. Yeah, yeah. I need a pilot boat roll, please. Okay. Uh, Forty-three. That's a success. All right. So uh, the debris starts raining down, uh, but you're able to move the boat out of the way uh, to avoid the debris. Uh, you eventually make your way to the Olympus. Uh, you tie the boat off uh, at the bottom of the accommodation ladder, which is the ladder that you use to get back up onto the ship. And then uh, you start climbing up onto the, uh, onto the shelter deck of the ship, which is sort of like the, the top of the ship. Um, so the shelter deck. The, the seas are a bit rocky, are they? Yeah. Oh, climbing might be hard. Uh, it's not. It's a pretty pretty easy to get up and down. Um, okay. So it, you have no problems getting up onto the shelter deck. Uh, the ship itself, like the ship itself, it's not like it's a big ship, so it doesn't move as much in the ocean. So you, you should be fine. Um, so as you climb up onto the shelter deck, uh, you look around. Uh, there's huge harsh rain and wind everywhere. Um, you can sort of smell, you can smell smoke, um, not sure where that's coming from. Are there any lights on board from, from now that we're on? Yeah, there's, there's a, so, so you can see the spotlight from the honorary, um, trying to illuminate the side of the Olympus that you're on. Um, so it's creating uh, long, dark shadows, uh, and... Yeah, there's, it's like, it's got like a metal, there's a metal roof, it's sort of like, it's covered uh, from the top, but there's no windows, so it's open to the elements. However, there's uh, some sort of, there's windows on your, sort of on the, on the ship side. So, uh, you can sort of see like, um, there's sort of like rooms that are sort of tucked away inside on the shelter deck that you can go into if you want to. Um, uh, if you look to your left, you will find a map of the ship which is inside a glass pane. Great. Uh, fantastic. Because I'm really struggling to picture this. While we're perusing the map, I'll look around and go, uh, uh, hello. Is anybody anybody on deck? Uh, you don't hear anyone respond. Can I listen for any noise? Uh, yeah, you can listen. Coming from yeah, anywhere? Yeah, you can listen noise. Listen roll. That is a 93, so no, I don't hear anything. Alright, so where on this map have we landed? So you've landed on the, accom on the accommodation ladder, which is on the shelter deck, so it's just to the... So sort of the bottom right uh. of that ship. So uh, so if you look dead in front of you, uh, there's uh, a few... 
cabins. It's the the passenger part of the ship. So some of these cargo yeah. ships had passengers that would take yeah that would passengers that would take um, that would take people say they were traveling from Houston to Havana. You know, for a fee you could jump in the passenger cabin. It's a bit nicer than the crew cabin. Uh, yeah. Further down uh, is sort of like the main sort of part of the ship on the shelter deck. It's where most of the crew would spend their time. And then further down, you can see that the on, on one side you can sort of see um, one side of the shelter deck. You can sort of see smoke sort of coming out of I guess the far the far rooms. That's concerning. <laughs> yeah. So a bit of a bit of smoke, but it's it's, it's not much smoke. It's only like a little bit of smoke. Almost like a smoldering like a smoldering campfire, right? Um, okay. Where's the smoke coming from again? Sorry. It's coming from coming from the the south the south storage room and like the um, the carpenter rooms and the second assistant engineer rooms, which is sort of it's sort of like further it's more towards the after house, which is the back of the ship. Um, so heading that way. Uh, and then if you look to the forward of the ship, uh, you can sort of see um, some winches, like it's some cranes that are sort of used to pick up cargo. And put it down. So it's it's mostly it's big big metal ship. There's a few um, wooden sort of trellises and things like that. But yeah, it's just a bog standard room. So you've got the map. Um, it's pretty. It's it's inside a glass pane. So it's pretty easy to just break the glass pane or just undo it and take the map. Uh, no, no one these ships. There should be a few of these maps lying around. Is I don't know what the safety standards were in 1921, but you know, the ships I've been on have maps everywhere. So, uh, <laughs> but that might be a modern safety standard. So, I don't know if we need to necessarily smash it to take it. There might be maps elsewhere. Uh, Hi all, future Alex here. Just letting you know that if you would like your own map of the ship, so you can follow along with us. I'll leave a link to the scenario in the show notes, which you can purchase for whatever price that you think it's worth. It's also a very good scenario, which is very much worth your money, so thanks again to Mitchell Bonimer for writing it. On with the show. I could Mr. Coast Guard, man, what do you reckon? Do we split up, or...? I'm feeling like sticking together may be the way to go play this at first, I think. Uh, we don't know what threats may lie on these... On this desolate vessel, so I think. What 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 sort of threat? I don't know, but like something's going on, like mermaids or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, out of character, uh, are there any um? This might be a knowledge roll for the character though. Sure. Uh, is like pirating an issue in the area? Uh, mm, yeah. Give me a give me a knowledge roll. My knowledge is fifty nine. I got a 17, so that's a hard success. Um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, cruise ships and cargo ships travel through the Gulf of Mexico all the time. Um, you know, for a fact, there's, it, they're pretty safe seas in terms of, like, there's no pirates around. It's, yeah, they're talking, maybe back in, maybe back in the 1700s there would have been pirates, but in 1920, 1929, no pirates. Okay, because, yeah, just... Uh, in, in character, like, I know we're playing Call of Cthulhu here, yeah. but um, in character, like, I don't think there'd be a reason to fear there being danger on board. We just don't know why they're not. Yeah, I guess I'm a bit edgy because of the uh, the weird static and the uh, yeah, okay. and the and the transmission that we. Uh... As you're standing there, give me both. Of you give me a power roll. Okay. I'd be like, it's early. It's early quiet. Uh, uh, I got chase. a uh, hard success. Uh, extreme success. It could it could be that there's there's been an illness on on board, so maybe uh, maybe my my power is fifty and I got sixty five, so no good. Okay, so uh, Finn, you're you're fine, but Liam, you start you start getting a headache. Um, you start feeling a little bit of pressure in your. No, I, I think that headaches from this this chase fellow. <laughs> you start feeling a little bit of pressure in your ear canal, um, almost like there's a crackling sound, and it's. I must have got a bit of sea spray in my ear. Hang on. <laughs> you 
started realizing this as you've as you've gone onto the ship, and it's starting to annoy you a little bit. Oh, man, my my ear. Uh, it must have got to be this. I must have got to be the seawater in there from your shitty throwing. <laughs> hey now, Mr. Gibson. No need to cast aspersions like that. So anyway, what, what are you guys? What are you guys gonna do? Pops and what? Panadol. <laughs> <laughs> Get this man a Nurofen. <laughs> This episode of uh, the Fold Anthology is sponsored by Panadol. For all your pain, <laughs> pain relief needs. Panadol. I think we should investigate this fire first. Re- re- realistically, why why would this? The ship seems to not be sinking or anything, yeah. No, the ship seems it's it seems to be uh, just sort of dead in the water. Dead in the water. So why why is there nobody about? Um, if there doesn't seem to be a pirate issue in the area. No, is there an illness? Is there being some sort of uh, conflict on board between the crew? I'd say I think what we should do, if I may, make a course of action as the man of action on board. May I suggest that we go and investigate this fire that we can see coming from uh, or smell coming from the uh, storage and engineering sections? I think it's time to begin our investigation. Mr. Gibson. Standing about will get us nowhere. Based off this map, are we going to go walk down the promenade, you know, the the app, or, or do you want to go inside and walk down the hallway? Uh, let's go outside first and have a look, see if we can look in the windows. Alright, we'll, 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 do, we'll do like a perimeter around them. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to walk, we're going to walk aft. Okay, so you're going to walk, you walk towards the after house, uh, down uh, to the deck side of the shelter deck. Um, and as you sort of approach the, the, I guess what will be the outside of the storage room, um, the smell only grows stronger. What does it smell like? Does it smell like wood? Does it smell like... It smells like, yeah, it smells like, like smoke. Like the smell of burning wood. What type of smoke? <laughs> the, smell, the smell of burning wood. And there's something else um, that you can smell. And you're not quite sure what it smells like, but it does smell... I don't know. Can't quite put my finger on it. Um, kind of rancid. Kind of mm. like, a, yeah. You're gonna have to. Is it good? Is it meaty? Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, maybe a little meaty. Yeah. Uh, I I know I know the scenario we played last. <laughs> that was a very that was a very meaty experience. You didn't you didn't play that one, Finn? No, I'm uh, I'm inter- I'm keen to hear it. <laughs> You sort of go inside, um, so you're going around, and then to go inside, there's a bit more of a covered area. Um, so it's uh, in the central section, uh, you know, the walls are metallic and cold. Um, the rooms, they all have a circular window looking out. Um, in most places, the windows are, are closed, um, so there's, you know, they're not it's all locked in. Uh, the heavy doors um, leading into the shelter deck section don't have any windows. And they're opened by rotating a large metal crank. Um, once you get inside, the noise of the rain and the wind and the thunder that sort of dims. Um, it's quite soft now. It's, you're easier to, to speak in here. And uh, let, let's shut that door behind us. Uh. And inside, uh, the doors inside, they're, they're heavy and they feature normal handles and locks so yeah um so have we walked in near this water closet galley door is that where we've gone in yeah he's got yeah through the through the water closet galley door just on the the um the after house side of the of the internal bit of the shelter deck any lighting inside there's lights but they're sort of very intermittent so they're sort of mostly off but every now and again they'll like flick on and then they'll flick off again um so as you approach the, the southern storage room, uh, the carpenter room, and the second assistant engineer rooms, um, you, as you go inside, um, the everything is everything inside them is turned to ash. Um, the whole room. The whole room's turned to ash. The, the metal walls. But there's no active. There's no active fire. There's no active fire. The metallic walls are pretty undamaged, um, but. The smoke is starting to overpower you. Oh, another constitution check. I think. <laughs> uh, it, look, uh, if you if you want to stay here any longer, you'll probably need to do a constitution roll. But if you just want to peek in there and look for survivors real quick, then I'm sure you'll be fine. But you've sort of got to be quick and. Well, we 
we need to find out what happened here. We so need to investigate. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do an, uh, I'm gonna do a Constitution to see if I can withstand this rancid, rancid smoke. Oh, that's one Ooh. point off a fumble, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, I, f I failed badly as well. <laughs> I got a ninety-five. I got ninety-four. <laughs> yeah, the smell is a little overpowering, and oh, I can't, I can't. I can't. And as you and as you sort of as you sort of sit in this room, um, sort of looking into the room, you can see the source of the rancid, the rancid sort of smell. It appears to be a unrecognizable blackened body, um, leaning on a destroyed crate. Oh Jesus! Next week on Passenger Olympus. Mr. Gibson, attend to that man. And I'm going to run back outside and I'm going to shoot that flag. <laughs> but, but I can't see anyone talking. What? But they're behind you. Um, that's weird. And you turn around and there's no one there. Fuck. And I turn around. I turn around. I know what you've got in that cabin, Hugh Gibson. Well, I am sworn to kill any smuggler I see outside. <laughs> uh, you, you see... Um, a man, uh, a corpse. He's been, he's been dead. He's been dead for a little while. He's missing an arm. Jesus Christ. So it sounds like they found a, a genuine mermaid. Captain Wayne Brennan, are you there? Where are you? So we're splitting up a bit. Okay, so that's fine. Very smart. Yeah. <laughs> this has been. The Fumbled Anthology. New episodes are released every Sunday. And for more information, check out fumbledanthology.com. Or you can find us on the social media of your choice. Until next time.